Welcome back to the Fostering Financial Victories podcast. My name is Bree and Emily from Foster Victor is joining me today. We are actually both from the Myrtle Beach area and migrated up here to Greenville via some different paths. And I think one thing that we love about Greenville is all of the small businesses around. So we decided to do kind of a mini series on fostering financial victories about small businesses. So we have a small business owner joining us today, Michael Nelson. Thanks for joining us, Mike. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about you. I think we'd love to start with just kind of like the cliff note version. I know we were talking before this, us being from Myrtle Beach, you've kind of moved around. Uh, Tell us your story, how you got into it, what business you even own. I'll let you (laughs) spotlight all that. So uh, I'm the co-owner of Carolina Active Health Chiropractic with my wife. Um, I started off in athletic training. So my my original school was Ohio State and worked with the athletic department there and then went to Clemson and worked with their athletic department. Uh, went and worked for the Buffalo Bills and decided that I wanted to kind of shift careers. So we actually got into chiropractic after that and um, started a business about six years ago now. Um, and so it's in downtown Greenville, not far from you guys. And um, we try to blend a lot of different things from uh, my experience in athletic training with rehab and soft tissue and blending that with chiropractic to try to have an, a holistic approach. Um, and so, yeah, we've been doing that for about six years. And that's kind of how I met some of the people that work at Foster Victor. So. Awesome. We do have quite a few athletes and athletic-minded <laughs> people around who definitely need that service. Yeah. Oh, your name gets tossed around a bunch. Like anytime <laughs> someone's like complaining about something, like, oh, can you go see Michael Nelson? <laughs> we love to help. So you're, yeah, you're definitely in our minds. Um, so does your wife also have experience um, in the in the field as well? Yes. Yeah, so she's she's a practicing chiropractor as well. Um, we have four small kids, so right now she's really spending most of her time with them. But we do um, some corporate care and industrial care, so she still does a little bit with that. Um, but right now she's really holding down the fort at home, which is more of a full-time job. I think. Oh, for sure. <laughs> awesome. So what does your day-to-day look like right now in the business? So it's, it's a lot of different hats. So not only, you know, as a business owner, am I, um, you know, administrating and, and trying to kind of grow the practice as a whole, uh, but also treating people, which is my favorite part. So um, in normal day, you know, we will treat people from about eight hours a day, typically. Um, and I have an associate that helps as well. We also have um, rehab running the whole time. We have a full gym inside of our office too. So we run personal training and uh, small group classes as well, uh, massage therapy. So it's kind of organizing a lot of that stuff. And we've got a great team that really helps kind of hold the fort down as well. So Very cool. Um, is there any particular part that you enjoy more? I know sometimes people um, who start small businesses, they, you know, get into it because they're like, they're passionate about their field, but then you're like, you have a lot of the admin stuff. Sure. Kind of elaborate on that. You know, as a healthcare provider, you you are really geared in at at helping people. And that's my favorite part. I mean, I love to help people. I love to treat people. It's so fun to see somebody, you know, along that journey from going from barely able to walk in some cases to being able to get back into activities they love. Um, so, so that the admin side was something I had to learn and, and, um, you know, you don't really get a great education, uh, in, in school, they, they focus on helping people. So learning a lot about how to run a business, um, you know, the ins and outs, there are a lot of growing pains along the way and, and, and basically just, uh, learning on the fly, but, uh, relying on people that have great advice has been, been helpful as well. But, um, yeah, definitely. I think my, my bread and butter is helping people and treating people. And then, um, you know, the admin side has been a fun thing to learn as well. So what would you say the biggest lesson that you've learned in starting your own business has been? Oh, geez. That's, I, I don't know that I knew all all the areas that it, that it includes. And so I think, um, you know, just just working hard, um, staying true to the course. Um, I've, I've grown as a leader, which was something that 
Um, I, I kind of knew how to do through sports and, and that type of thing, but never really implemented into the business world. So um, trying to, to really help people get the most out of themselves, too, has been a great thing. Um, and we've been really fortunate. Like I said, we've got a great team of, of uh, employees. Um, most of the employees that work with me are actually former patients. So it's kind of a cool thing that, you know, they had seen the whole process and believed in what we did um, and, and kind of gotten to the point where they wanted it to be, you know, a, a bigger part of their life. So it's been a really cool thing as well. Um, you know, there's so many things. We, we just purchased a building last year or a, a condo in a building. And, um, you know, that was a completely uncharted territory and really relying on advice from uh, people that, that I trusted to, to give me uh, input and, and tell me, hey, that's a really bad idea. You shouldn't do that. Or, you know, this is great. You know, roll with that. So um, kind of relying on other people has been a big part of that, too. That's awesome. That's interesting to hear. I didn't realize you had purchased a building last year coming off COVID. I know everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the big elephant in the room. Um, totally. Uh, so it seems that you were able to get through COVID and kind of like manage to, to Super be on fortunate. the other side. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell us more about that. You um, know, I think like everybody, it was, there was so much unknown. And, and I, you know, going into that year, we were really, you know, making momentum and trying to kind of break through. And, and uh, I knew that I wanted to, to look at uh, real estate and um, our lease was actually ending pretty soon. And so um, really everything lined up and just had to take a leap of faith. But um, it's been a great thing. We moved in last July. Uh, we were able to hire an associate. And so last year was actually a pretty busy year. Um, we through through 2020 actually grew. So it was it was a cool thing to see, you know, with our business. And I think people kind of reset as a whole and really looked at their health and looked at, um, you know, hey, I need to really take care of myself. Um, and, and honestly, I think another thing I saw was people working from home had more time. So it was kind mm -hmm. of an interesting thing to where people had the time, they were more focused on themselves. And so we, we definitely saw a growth in 2020, which was cool. Yeah, that's really awesome. That's a great point. Having more time with working from home. I know a lot of people are taking advantage of all those, you know, the extra minutes you get sure. back from not having to commute 30 minutes or do all of that. So that's a really, really great point. And even flexibility. I mean, for us, you know, we have set appointment times, so you have to, you have to be there. So, you know, people could bounce over at times that they probably couldn't before, right. which was kind of a neat thing to see. So, yeah. And people just focusing more on their overall health, totally. just trying to do their best. Yeah, I think that was one thing that COVID kind of brought about is just yeah. like taking a step back, looking through a different lens. And so, yeah, there are some positives that, that have came out For of it. Sure. I know it's kind of ongoing still, but. Sure, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> cool. So how do you balance your home, work life, all that's going on? You just said that you have two eight-month-old twins right now. Yeah. So that's definitely a big adjustment. And you said your wife is home with them a lot more. So yeah. how do you guys as a team kind of balance these two things. She is the the rock star in the whole situation. I mean, mm -hmm. she, she does such an amazing job of um, really helping with, with everything at home. Um, she still helps with stuff, the business as well. So really, I mean, she, she's really taken the reins and, and ran with it. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot in the sense that, you know, we have a five-year-old, a four-year-old and then two, eight months old. So um, it is a, a lot of trying to balance out things and um, you know, the needs I think from the business have grown as far as the administrative stuff and, uh, at the same time, the needs at home have grown a little bit. So trying to kind of find that mix between the two. And uh, I think honestly being OK with with being OK at stuff, mm -hmm. uh, which is a hard thing, I think, as a parent to do sometimes. But, um, you know, she's she's really taken the reins and, and ran with it. And it's been been a great thing from from that. Did you um, always was your goal always just 
own your own business or I know you mentioned you started in yeah. athletic training and yep. how did you kind of stumble Not into really it? Not really at all. <laughs> yeah. Like I, so, so my goal was honestly to, to continue doing athletic training. And, um, you know, when I worked for the bills, I knew it, it got to the point where at some point I knew that I wanted to have a family and I knew that that schedule was just really hard to maintain, uh, with family life. Um, you know, they, they are unsung heroes. A lot of times people don't really know athletic training much unless you're in the world, but um, 14 hour days aren't uncommon. I mean, getting in there at 6 a.m. and getting home at 10 p.m. are not uncommon. So um, the, it's it's tough to find that balance. And um, so I looked into other options and, and one was chiropractic, which we had three chiropractors that actually worked with the team. So I got to talk with them a lot. Um, physical therapy, medical school, lots of different options. I knew I still wanted to stay in that healthcare realm. Um, and the more that I looked at chiropractic, I knew that I could blend the things that I already knew uh, with kind of traditional chiropractic work. And then honestly, the the idea of owning a business started to kind of come into mind and, and thinking, hey, you know, the ball's on my court and I can, you know, do well or not do well. And that's all on me, which was a cool thing, I think, at the time. So, yeah. And, and yeah, it's been it was a, a tough decision to make to kind of go back to school and, 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 you know, regroup with everything. But honestly, it's worked out really well and I've been very grateful to do it. Yeah, that's awesome. So how did you decide to overcome those doubts and just kind of take the plunge? You know, I think na- being naive is a big part of that too, right? Like you, you uh, I, I was actually talking to somebody yesterday about our initial lease was a five-year term. And, um, you know, I, I don't think I knew what, what that meant when I signed everything. And so, um, you know, I think confidence in, in myself and being being sure about kind of the, what, the service that we're providing and that kind of thing. But, um, you know, honestly, learning along the way was, was a part of it too. So, um, you know, I, I felt confident in being able to help people. I've always been able to, to do that. And, and I, I really thought the, the blend of everything that I knew was, was going to be a great tool. So, yeah. What about um, you've been in, where was your lease prior? Was it in Greenville as well? Yeah, so I guess in, from the beginning, you've been in Greenville. Yeah, we, okay. we opened in Greenville. It was, it was off of Mills Avenue. And oh, so, yeah. um, you know, and, and we had a triple net lease and it was so it was something that um, we kind of owned at the same time. So if anything broke, that was on us. We paid taxes, kind of the whole, the whole shebang. So that's kind of when I, the idea of like owning your own real estate came into play. And um, you know, it's, it's like, Hey, if I, if I'm going to do this, I might as well get some equity in it too. Yeah, so for sure. um, that's what planted the seed to kind of eventually own something. What have your um, thoughts about small businesses in Greenville just in general been? I mean, we've seen a ton of growth. I've lived here for two years. Bree's been here for a little bit longer than me since she went to Furman, but I know everyone is like, oh my gosh, it's grown so much, even in my last two years. So sure. has that been helpful? Have there Has there been more competition? What are your thoughts yeah, on? Yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of both. I mean, I think there's a great, great small business community here. I mean, there are so many small businesses. Um, you know, it's it's really cool when you when you see something and, and you're like, I, I didn't even know that was just a Greenville exclusive thing. So um, there's I've met a lot of awesome people. Um, there's a lot of people that are really passionate about what they do. So there's a really good community as far as that goes in here. You know, I think with anything, competition comes. And, you know, my, my goal has always really been to focus on what we do and do the best job of what we can control. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I think um, we've been able to stand out from from that as well. Um, but but yeah, it's it's a it's a cool community and there's lots of just passionate people about what they do here, which is cool. So what's kind of the biggest lesson that you've been able to learn from the Greenville small business community? You know, I think um, especially with COVID, I think that was such a, a big moment in people just coming together. Um, I, I don't think there'd been a moment where you could kind of look at everybody and relate. You know, we we definitely supported a lot more than we usually do as far as eating out more, um, it's, it's, which which was good and bad. 
Um, but, but, you know, trying to just support people that, that we could kind of relate to and be with. And, and that was a, a cool thing that um, really people got together a lot with within the small business community. Um, it's it's a, a great thing to kind of be able to, to work with each other, too. And so, um, you know, seeing uh, each other grow has been an awesome thing as well. Um, so, you know, I think the the overall community um, is, has just been so supportive and, and great for each other. For sure. Greenville's just a great place to live. I, yeah. I'm like, I, I kind of stumbled my way to Greenville, but I'm like, I'm happy I ended up here for sure. It's a lot going on. Yeah, I frequently tell people that Greenville is a growing city that someone forgot to tell it's growing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. it's very much still that small yeah. town. Sure. You know, Everyone everyone's so everyone. nice. It's just great. Yeah. 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 Um, I think owning a small business can be glamorized a lot. Are there sure. any um stories you're willing to share? Any struggles that you face that some people may be interested to hear or sure. surprised to know? Yeah, I mean I think um there's there's it's it's again the ball is on your court. So I think um not taking uh falls personally is a hard thing to do. Um there's always gonna be struggles with everything and you're always, you know, you're always on. So there's always something to kind of to work with. Uh somebody used an analogy that you're you're kind of like one of those punching bag clowns that you get knocked down and you keep popping back up over and over. <laughs> and I think the, the the cool thing is it seems like um, as we've grown and as kind of we've gotten established a little bit more, that's that's become less and less. And uh, but there's always a challenge of some kind. So I think um, that's definitely something I didn't know going into it was that, um, you know, you, you always think you're going to reach a certain point, but it's more of a journey than anything, which which is which is good and bad. Um, but but I've really enjoyed um, the growth that I've seen and and the people that I get to work with and just me personally over over the course of of owning a business. Yeah. So when you started, it was just you and your wife, I assume. Yeah, and just you me and my hired wife. Hired the associate. Yeah. Probably have some other support staff. So how many in yeah. total do you have now? We have eight right now, and we're looking at hiring. Uh, you know, one more within the next next few weeks. Honestly, awesome. um, there was a moment when when we first started that was kind of cool for me that um, there was a another physician that's uh, does. does orthopedics that came in and she had this whole crew of nurses that worked with her. So she came in and she wanted to kind of see what we did. And so I think she had four other uh, support staff with her just for this visit. So she comes into the office on Mills and is walking around and, you know, notices nobody else is in there and she's mm-hmm. looking around. And it's like, is it, is it only you? Are you the only, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, but you know, we're going to grow at some point. So it was kind of cool to see, you know, from that moment to, to being able to have eight other people that we're able to hang out with, which is, which yeah, is a fun thing. That's so. super awesome. So has there been a moment, I know you've talked about, it's kind of a roller coaster. Has there been a moment where you're able to actually step back and go, all this hard work's paying off? Totally. I mean, you know, two two big ones. One was honestly moving into the building and just kind of seeing everything. Um, we had a grand opening, which was kind of cool to share that with, with family and friends and that type of thing. Um, another really awesome moment was honestly being able to, to last year when we had the associate take more time off. And so, you know, to be gone and to still know that things are moving and, you know, in, in a service industry, if you're not there, really things stop. So it was kind of a neat thing to be able to see uh, that continue to, to, to grow, even as I wasn't in, in there for, for a long weekend or something like that. So. Yeah, that's super cool. I think that's something at Foster Victor, like we can relate to that. There's always, if you're going to be out, there's a team member who can help answer emails or take calls or do things like while you're gone. And that's something um, at a prior firm I worked at, we didn't really have that culture. And so sure. I think it's really, I don't know, it, ju- it just feels good to know people have your back. And I think that's even cooler that you've been able to grow that yourself yeah. um, with your with the help of your wife. I know that she's played a big part in it too. Um, Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah, you know? <laughs> for sure. That's what they say. <laughs> 
Um, kind of switching from the small business side of things, I think some of our listeners may be interested to know more about what you do specifically and just about sure. chiro- chiropractic, yeah, yeah, chiropractic yeah. in general. Yeah. Um, I know there's like videos and stuff around everywhere sure. of just cracking, just the yeah. cracking. Yeah. But I know that you guys specialize more in like almost the PT side of things sure. and like fixing the root of the issue. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the, the cool thing about chiropractic is you, it's wide open. I mean, you can practice in a lot of different ways, um, but that's bad too. So people don't really know what mm-hmm. they're going to get all the time. Um, we really try to spend a lot more time with people. Um, so, you know, our, our appointments are a lot longer than a normal office. Um, we, we really spend a lot of the time examining to make sure that we know, you know, what we're looking at and then looking at the whole picture. So, um, you know, people may have low back issues, but that could be related towards, you know, limitations they have in their hips or in their shoulders or somewhere else that, um, depending on what they do can, can affect that. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, helping with pain is definitely our first goal and making sure that we're trying to get people back to, to being able to live life comfortably, but at the same time, building into durability and resilience into where, you know, if, if it's something that we can kind of find the why and fix that, mm-hmm. a lot of times people have a better long-term solution. So. We use a lot of different tools with that, and some of it's soft tissue, some of it's rehab, like you said. Um, and now with, with the gym, we're able to kind of transition people into fitness. And so if they don't have a routine that they're already doing, um, trying to create more resilience in their body to, to be able to live happier lives and, yeah. and do what they want to do. That's awesome. I know a lot of things. Well, I had a friend who was having some back issues and she was like a heavy weight lifter and it was mm-hmm. like her form was completely off. And sure. so exactly. that's probably a cool thing that you guys can do is showing people how to lift weights and yeah, absolutely. <laughs> how you should be standing. All and that. even sometimes, you know, we have a lot of coaches that we work with. So it's, it's, it's a fun thing to, to kind of help people help themselves too. So mm-hmm. education is a huge part of what we do and trying to teach people how to maintain, you know, things on them, their own or, or how to treat themselves. And, and that's something too, that's, that's been a fun thing to, to grow as well. Yeah. Super cool. So you've had quite the road to get to where you are now. What is one of your favorite stories from whenever you were in undergrad or graduate school afterwards? What's one of your favorite, like your go-to story there? Oh man, I, you, that's a, that's a tough question. There's, there's so many moments. I mean, honestly, I, th- I think the best part of that whole journey is just having great people to learn from. I've had really good mentors. Um, you know, Danny Poole at Clemson, um, who, who was a great mentor for me. Uh, there's a guy named Sean Gibson, who's been a great mentor for me um, that, that basically showed me, you know, not only how to to treat people, but they were also awesome leaders. So, you know, something that, that taught me skills that I think kind of transitioned into owning my own business. But, um, you know, I think th- there's been a lot of uh, cool experiences and I've gotten to go to some pretty cool games and, and work with some great people. So, um, you know, I've been very blessed through that, that part of it. And, and uh, the goal is to eventually get to the point where I can help other people do the same stuff they did for me. So. I was, well, I was going to say, I would love to know more about like working with the Bills. Like, did, so did you travel with the team? Yeah. yeah um, so I feel like that's a very, like you were saying earlier, a lot of people don't know about the athletic training side of sure. sports teams. You just see the game on TV. <laughs> yeah. And it, you know, it's, it's, uh, the, it's a super, um, selfless job. I mean, there's a lot of time when you are, you're doing everything you can to help this person kind of achieve their goals. So, you know, when I worked for the Bills, um, you know, I was, I was, uh, there for a season and, um, you know, it's something where you were there doing treatments at 6 a.m. And honestly, the schedule is a little easier than college because they don't really have class or anything else to worry about. But, um, you know, we would travel to every game. Uh, if anybody gets hurt on the field, you're, you're the person that comes out. Um, but I think the coolest thing about it is really building relationships and, and helping people. There was uh, Jim Kelly was was a player that uh, used to play for the Bills, who was an awesome, awesome guy. And, um, you know, I, I worked with with him a little bit and 
um, he found out that I worked with Clemson before and, you know, really cool moment where he, uh, he said, well, hey, do you use a money clip? And I said, well, I don't really have much money, so no. And, and you know, if I did, I use a wallet if I need one. So he reaches in his pocket and pulls this money clip out and had a little Clemson paw and handed it to me. And it was kind of Aww. a cool thing that I'd, I didn't know him that well, but it, just to, to be so kind and selfless and to be, mm-hmm. you know, uh, appreciative for, for what we were doing for him um, was, was a cool moment. So I think, you know, those kind of relationships and seeing that kind of build over over the years. And I've, I got to work with some phenomenal athletes at Clemson, um, some Olympians, some gold medalists, and I mean, you know, people in kind of all realms of sports. And so, mm-hmm. you know, just, just really blessed to be in, in good positions more than anything. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, so we've you. talked about like building a team. We've talked about leadership. We've talked about, you know, just the appreciation. What other you know, skills would you say a small business owner should probably have sure. before launching into all of this? Grit, right? I mean, just, just you know, that's one of those things that, um, you know, there there's never going to be uh, that destination like I talked about earlier. So just being okay with embracing the journey and just can staying true and, and consistent. I mean, hard work is one of those things that always gets uh, gets a lot of recognition. But, um, you know, combining that with, with uh, not quitting, I think, is a, is a big part of it, too. I think it's kind of easy to keep going when the recognition's coming, but when mm-hmm. that alarm rings at 6 a.m. to go in, sure. sometimes it can be a little yeah. more difficult. So There's definitely that grit to just keep you going. One of our, our patients, um, who's, who's, she's almost 80, she's, she's an awesome, awesome lady, and um, we were talking one day, and, and um, I, I was talking to her about some of the administrative stuff and how, you know, man, this is hard sometimes, and she said, well, you know, I don't really like to wash the dishes every day either, but you got to do it. And, and, and so it was kind That's of a great. cool, a cool thing where, um, you know, there are those things that we don't love that we have to do. And, and I think um, at the end of the day, it, it's, it, it falls on you to, to, to get it done. So totally. Um, what advice would you have other than channeling that grit, finding whatever motivates you um, from within? What advice would you give to someone who's starting a small business? Yeah, I mean, I, I think a big thing is finding people who want to help you that are that are great mentors, too. Um, you know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Um, it's it's something that there's there's people out that have kind of gone through that journey. And so um, leaning into that help and, and making sure that you're you're comfortable with reaching out and asking questions and, and trying to learn from them as well. Um, you know, I think that's, that's been a huge part for me is just having great people to, to give input and give advice and, and to help along the way too. Yeah. It's always good to have like going back to the team aspect. And I think, well, I don't know if you were involved in sports. I was not very athletic growing up, but we just, we always talk about teams and there are so many sports analogies sure. like that get thrown around at Foster Victor. Um, but yeah, I would echo that and say that it just to have people behind you that will always support you no matter what is really great Yeah, for sure. So with all of the small businesses in Greenville, what do you think is one of the best ways to support all of these small businesses? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's 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 one of those things not only from um, obviously going in, making purchases and, and you know, we, we have options to be able to, to, to go in and buy things in different places. So I think, uh, you know, supporting in that way is a great thing. But then also um, kind of like what we've, we've talked about. I mean, I think there's there's so many awesome people and great people that need encouragement, that need, um, you know, help in certain scenarios. So. I think um, just just trying to kind of provide whatever you can for those people is, is a big part of it. But, um, you know, it's it's like I said, during during COVID, it was one of those things that really choosing, you know, where I went out to eat and, and, and things like that made a big difference for me. So there are two questions that we ask every guest at the end of the podcast. <laughs> so the first one is if you could buy anything in the world, regardless of cost, what would it be? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> geez. Uh, Put you in the hot seat. Yeah. 
You know, uh, uh, that's a tricky thing. I would say, gosh, you know, I, I think we all want to at some point be able to help other people, right? So, you know, something that, that I think I would love to eventually get to is a point where, you know, we could really have a great charitable um, give. And so um, maybe looking into something in, in Greenville from that standpoint, um, you know, I think something that you could kind of look back and, and look at and say, hey, that made a big difference. And, and it, we've got some great charities in Greenville that already do that. But I think it's probably something in that realm. And the second question, a little bit easier. What are the last two things that you bought? <laughs> I would say probably gas, um, which is which is a hot commodity. Yeah, right now. So. Um, probably gas and probably probably gosh. Oh, I got I, I went out to, to breakfast with my my uh, two boys yesterday. So went out and, and um, had breakfast with them. They're five and four and, and uh, got two toys for them. We went to Cracker Barrel and um, mom wasn't super happy about the toys. But, but, you, know. <laughs> you have to. Cracker Barrel is such a place where it's like they tempt you with everything. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So thank you for coming and spending some time thank with you. us. Yeah. How well, can people contact you? So you can reach out to our office. Um, the number is 864-881-2242. Our website is carolinaactivehealth.com. So lots of information on there about the different stuff that we do. And then again, uh, the gym that we have now is called Carolina Active Performance. So there's info about group classes and personal training on there as well. So, Well, awesome. thanks so much for coming. Yeah, thanks so much for coming, Michael. So if you have any questions, topics, suggestions, things you want us to cover, you can find us at fostervictor.com. You can follow us on Instagram at fostervictorwealthadvisors. Share this with a friend, subscribe, rate it, download. Just let us know what you think. Thanks. Information contained in this podcast was intended for general use, not to be used as specific advice. For content tailored to your personal situation, please contact one of our wealth coaches.